You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from Ad Force. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. everyone and welcome back to star fellows your favorite DD podcast in a galaxy far far away i am your dungeon master rob and with me as always are my friends hannah hello amelia sam what's up and b renan i ate way too much today anyway continue <laughs> love that for you too, too much of what <laughs> just uh, so I, I got paid on Friday, and I was like, "Man, I've been living in this house house with like no groceries." So I just uh, just loaded up at the the Asian market and just went to town. So it was it was great. Anyway, this is not about you know me. I'm a, I'm a, but I'm about that. That's a good feeling of like got paid, need groceries. I'm gonna eat all of them the first day I get them. <laughs> It was very small brain moves. Anyway, we're in Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> That's enough about my habits, please. We... <laughs> hey, nothing but love and support. Uh, we ended last <laughs> episode. <laughs> we ended last episode with our heroes victorious in the sleepless circuit. Congratulations. Our team interrogated, uh, before the combat started, our team interrogated Terry the Beard, the manager and the owner of the club, about Oko Valneem's uh, appearance at the bar over the past few months, and you guys learned that she had been visiting regularly, but was eventually blacklisted uh, for an altercation with a few of the dancers in a private room. You guys didn't get the chance to follow up on that, um, but you also learned that she is known to be associated with a group called the Red Ma, which is indicated by the Red uh angry mouth symbol patch that you've seen on Oko's jacket in holograms and in pictures. Um, it is a new and underground criminal group which seems to be composed of at least a number of Trandoshans, some of which you fought in last episode. Partway through the night, the bar filled with an ominous purple smoke and numerous patrons of the bar, including a Wookiee bounty hunter named Boudicca, became possessed by the mind worms that you have been encountering around the Power and Lights District. Simultaneously, several Trandoshans in the VIP area on the second floor stabbed some security guards and faced off with Rama in combat. 
during which he fought valiantly but was downed and had to be healed by Oculus Force Magic. Um, you guys managed to kill or damage everybody enough to the point of being able to heal them with two of the three of the party not having their original weapons. Akala doing it completely without the weapons, just force styling on people, throwing guns everywhere, just snatching that shit right out of hands. Um, and very, very good combat sequence. Um, after the combat, all the enemies had either been felled, captured, or had fled the scene. Akala chased two hooded figures out of the second story of the club and was just slightly too slow to see who exactly it was. But you did watch them speed off into the night on an, a hover speeder um, that zoomed away from the club. Uh, the smoke that filled the bar, like I said, infected numerous patrons um, and dozens of people died in the club during these altercations, either from being trampled, um, from being killed by the people that were infected, um, or just from stray shots um, or being, you know, just in the line of combat. Um, Cecil was evacuated, um, but you do not know where she went. Um, she said that she was waiting at an intersection about a block away from the bar. Um, that's what happened last episode. We're here and the bar is ruined. Uh, Terry is distraught. He has been crying in the middle of the bar while people have been rolling on the ground wounded no police presence has appeared yet but you guys need to make a decision about what you're gonna do next so with that i leave it to you okay listen we gotta leave terry um because that's just what insurance is for y'all done shot up my bar i can't believe it i told you to not shoot up my bar i didn't shoot up the bar oh but the bar got shot up didn't it, it? wasn't my fault well I you're half more the people equation. out and I, I stopped the people from shooting so also, I was never here. <laughs> Just starts full on crying. I'm so sorry, Terry. I'm so sorry, but we really got to get out of here before the cops show up. I don't want you to see. I don't want to see y'all here ever again. You got that. <laughs> oh, Terry, come on now. No, don't you know Terry me? Terry. No, just get out of here, Elle. Look, look, listen, here's the thing, Terry. After, after, you know, the cops come and go, I'm going to help you set this bar back up. I'm going to come back. <laughs> I'm going to help you put things back together. Because whatever is happening with those Strandoshans and stuff, that had nothing to do with me. I'm here now, but that was going to happen regardless. I just tried to mitigate the damage. But, like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you put these things back together. I'm going to calm down, calm down the dancers. I'll, we'll, we'll get through this, Terry. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, okay. I guess you can come and help me set up the bar again. <laughs> I'm going to help you set up the bar again. But I gotta go deal with this, so that way we can make sure these people don't come back here. Okay. What what should I tell the police? Uh, you can tell the police everything that happened. Just don't include the fact that I was here. Okay. Everything else is fine. Uh, um, Terry proceeds to cry into his purple beard uh, and, and starts dabbing his eyes with his beard um, and goes into his office and grabs a broom um, and I'm, some other stuff. I'm gonna give Terry a good hug. Oh yeah, yeah. Before Terry gets gets too far, uh, you come in for one of those come on, good hugs. Bring it in, Terry. <laughs> I just worked so hard to make this <laughs> I club. You, oh you my daddy's money. Went you, into this club. you don't deserve this. Well, you know what, Terry? That's what insurance is for. And we're gonna don't worry, we're gonna help you land on your feet. We're gonna help you fix this. We're gonna make sure the son of bitches that did this are gonna pay. 
<laughs> Damn right they're gonna pay. Nobody messes with Terry the Beard. <laughs> Nobody. All right, now you just you just hold things together and we'll be back. All right. Okay. You're doing good, oh. Terry. You done a good job. I need to check on all the dancers and all my staff. Make sure they're not not hurt. Got to take a head count. Who's still around? Yeah, uh, I heard Cecil uh, went a few blocks over, so I'll check on him too. Okay, okay, you go. Uh, you're you go doing do good, that. Terry. You did a good job. Alrighty. Um, and Terry goes back into his office uh, and starts starts doing stuff around the club to to make sure people are okay and all that. Uh, Akla Rama. So Akla, you're actually on the second story. You haven't really conferred yet with uh, L. So you kind of on the second story outside the emergency escape looking at the outside of the balcony. You just saw the speeder carrying the hooded figures fly off. Is there anything that you want to do? Um, no, it's probably a lost cause to try to uh, follow them. But yeah, I think I'll just return and reconvene with everyone after that. I take mental note of what I saw, for sure. And there's one guy left, right? That was like tied up. I remember I killed. Yeah, him. we have the Trandoshan. We have one of them. Wasn't somebody holding the guy? Yeah, I think Al was holding him. So you're having a conversation with like yeah, a so Trandoshan? Yeah, you had that whole conversation <laughs> and a hug, like with a Trandoshan. Like, oh, okay, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna say you guys like tie him up, yeah. like you're able yeah. to. Um, time up. I go. This, we time up. I go down to talk to Terry, close things up, and then I'll come back up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I did like um, the image of a bloodied two HP Trandoshan. Just <laughs> oh, you're comforting Terry down. Like it's okay. Uh, it's called having priorities. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm kind of bleeding out here. <laughs> we are having a moment. <laughs> Get that Trandoshan out of my club. He's here from the other room. <laughs> yeah, we got a Terry, don't you worry. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys are starting to hear uh, some sirens starting to wail. Like, this was a very high-profile attack that just happened on this club. Um, you have this 2HP Trandoshan as your prisoner. You killed his companion who tried to break from, free from you last episode. Um, what would you guys want to do? Get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> Okay, so escape. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love great. To escape. Okay. Um, excellent. So, is there any particular plan that you want to put into place, or do you want to just like try to boogie and like get down the block and just try to disappear from the whole situation, or what would you like to do? Probably utilize alleys, trying to, to get out. Very good. Uh, then let's make a group stealth check. Great. Um, to see how good you guys are at avoiding oh. the menagerie of people and cops that are going to be rushing around the building trying to make sense of all this. I love that word. I got a 12. I got a 16. I'm going to intimidate our guest into being <laughs> quiet, if I may. Do you have like residual intimidation powers from that time you just... <laughs> <laughs> I think I shit himself. Yeah. It's like an aura. I have residual intimidation powers in the form of having a 20 charisma. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's an 11 in in the big clunk armor. Okay. Uh, so on average, you guys... So you said it was a 16 and then a 12 and then a... 11. Uh, an 11, yeah. yeah. So that average is out to a 13. Um I'm going to say that, uh, L, you're able to get out pretty easily um, and are able to sneak out, but 
Akala, you start getting a ring from Maxi on your way out. Um, and you get recognized by some cops as you kind of are entering the fire escape who have pulled up as a Jedi. Um, so you have the phone ringing like, um, and that alerts some people outside um, and they see you and Rama and the cops are like, oh, wait, hey, wait a moment. We need to talk to you. Well, you two, you guys leaving right there. Um, I'll stop for them. Uh, hey, you're you're that Jedi that was uh, that was working that murder case uh, earlier today, right? Uh, yes, I am. Well, where, where are you going? We could use your help around here. Were, were you involved in this? I was inside helping, because, yes, there was an incident inside, but, um, I do need to go check on others to make sure they're okay. I'll pick up. I'll pick up, yeah. Uh, you get, it's not a holographic message, so you don't get any visual. It's just, uh, you just see, like, a floating holographic audio wave uh, from Maxi. Um, it is a, essentially a phone call on your communicator. He says, Agala, I'm hearing some crazy reports of a all-out war zone at the Sleepless Circuit. Isn't that where you were headed? Yes, that's where I, I was there for it. It was quite a scene. Um, I think uh, some organized attack happened, um, and uh, there are a lot of casualties. Oh, Jesus. He wouldn't say that. That's anachronism. Uh, he said... <laughs> jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, he said... Plagueis. <laughs> have you... Wait, Rob, have you heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? You know, it's not it's, a story... It's not a story the Jedi would have told you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no, I don't. Okay, just wondering. Um, Maxi says, uh, Damn it, well, is it? was it still the worms, the same mind creatures? Um, yes, they were, they were there, um, but I think it was also an attempt from, from another organization. I don't know if the two are linked. I would make a guess that they are, since they keep popping up, but, um, yes, I believe so. Uh, criminal organization, do you have a, a name? Did you learn anything? Um, I believe it's in an organization called the Red Maw, um, identified by, uh, a patch, uh, of red jaws. Um, that's really all I have. That's all the info I know. Okay, well, that's a start. We'll start running some investigations on that group and see if we can't turn anything up. Um, what are your next steps? Um, we're going to meet up with, um, another contact that we made along the way, um, who might have some, uh, some helpful information for us about the false parasites. Okay, just, uh... We need to be careful. We're starting to uh, pile up a bit of bodies with this investigation. Um, who exactly were the aggressors here? Did you did you capture or I mean, I you're victorious, I assume. Did you did you find people that were responsible for this? Um, we have one of the attackers with us, but we haven't uh, asked him any questions yet. Great, that's that's good work. You should bring him to the Jedi Temple for investigation immediately. Um, okay, I'll see what I can do. Wait, what What do you... I mean, where else would you bring him for investigation? Um, I mean, I'd like to ask my own questions first, just to, since I was there, just to get what I can, and then I'll bring him. Well, I'm sure you could question him on the, in the gas station, but we have whole rooms dedicated for investigation for... Listen, do, do whatever you think is best. I guess I'll help clean up this mess while you go investigate. All right. Uh, is there anything else that we should know? 
Um, no, the uh, the whole club went dark before the, the attack started, so I wasn't able to see a whole lot. It's just kind of what was right in front of me at the time. Okay. Well, uh, keep up the investigation, I suppose. Man, things are going bad out here. Um, he hangs up the phone. Uh, so during that conversation, Al, since you rolled a bit better than the other two, you were able to navigate into the alley without really being seen by anybody. Um, after that phone call, uh, the people that were getting your attention are like, so what, are you going to help us out here? Or like what? Or uh, You're still just like on the, the balcony outside or the uh, fire escape outside. Um, wait, we're on the fire escape? Is that where we left through? Well, if you're going into the alley, yeah, you guys are on the second floor. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, we have some patrons we need to check on, so I'm going to, I'm going to go that way. Okay. Um, so you guys are able to dip into the alley, uh, Rama's armor clunking behind you, <laughs> reflecting a bunch of light. Actually, it's, well, it's at night, so it wouldn't be that conspicuous, I suppose. Um, so you guys start navigating through the alleys. I, would you guys are trying to navigate to anywhere specific, or where would you like to go? Um, Rosie wanted to see us. I think I mentioned that last episode. So, might head Rosie's. there. Got you. Yes, there's also Cecil roaming about somewhere as well. Yeah, I was gonna say L isn't gonna leave the power and lights without Cecil. So probably would like to regroup at their apartment before going to Rosie's. Okay. So you you did communicate with Cecil last time that you were gonna try to meet up with her at the street level around the bar, because she hasn't gone too far yet. I mean, all of this took yeah. place in a matter of, like, minutes, essentially. All, um, okay, when... Are they caught up to me by now? Yes, yeah. You guys yeah. catch up together in an alley. You guys are just by some dumpsters, uh, like, away from a bunch of lights and like, the main streets right now. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so, um, do y'all think you can take him and like get the car i want to go check on cecil and make sure that she and her friends are okay yeah i'm going to take him to the jedi temple so if you have any questions you want to ask him then ask him we've got four rooms here to take interrogate people man shut your dumb ass up maxi shit now when my tax dollars go to the jedi temple you know it was maxi who got you out of jail right whatever <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I don't know if I have any questions that the Jedi won't ask, so you guys can, I guess, go ahead and do that, and I'll catch up with you after. Okay. You won't get any information out of me. Punch him in the gut. <laughs> Roll a d4 of damage. <laughs> Wait, how much HP does he have left? Two. Two. Jesus. Uh <laughs> Two. He's knocked unconscious. Yeah. Well. 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 Oh, actually, technically, my unarmed strikes deal three just flat damage. Oh, really? Uh, then he's below zero hit points. Okay, yeah, he's unconscious. All right, uh, I guess you, you can carry him. <sighs> yeah. I got it. Uh, <clears throat> so, I don't know why I started talking like him. What the fuck? <laughs> if y'all are going to the Jedi Temple, I'll head to, to Rosie's, I guess, to meet up with you after, once I get Cecil. Yeah, we'll, we'll meet you there. I'm going to head towards Cecil. Akala, do I look uh, conspicuous like this? And I've just, I'm still in my Mandalorian armor. I've got the Trandoshan fireman carrying on my shoulder. Well, you've got a Jedi with you, so hopefully that should, uh, should g give you some grace. 
excellent. <laughs> like, <clears throat> that's good to hear. I'm like, grab my, try and wipe off some of the blood. It's <laughs> coming from my my shiny <laughs> armor. Uh, I mean, the, this lizard is actively bleeding on you. Like you, <laughs> you shot this man multiple times with a blast. I did do that. That is disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Trandoshan, scum lord Trandoshan blood. Yum. Oof. Great. Well, you hoist that lizard. You guys start maneuvering uh, back to the car that Rosie lent you, I would imagine, which I believe you guys left at... Uh, did you guys leave it at Elle's apartment? I think we are is I thought we drove here, but um Oh maybe. We, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you guys you guys drove to the outer circle of the power and lights and then parked your car there. So you just need to make it about yeah. half the distance that you would mm-hmm. need to. Mm-hmm. Um great. Uh Rama, you still aren't allowed to collect bounties and it is still sketch for you to just like carry a body like <laughs> a, a mile or two. <laughs> just go ahead and roll me both of you, just go ahead and roll me stealth checks just to see if anybody sees you. Can I help? Like, if I if I'm there and I'm obviously a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a sixteen. What am I rolling for? Uh, roll. I mean, how would you like to help him? Just like, help not... him carry the lizard, just so it looks less weird. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you want to help him by like. Like if if the, if the Trandoshan is like this, we each have one shoulder. You know, that's sort of deal. <laughs> Right, so the problem isn't carrying it. The problem is carrying him in a way that doesn't attract a lot of attention. Right. So how do you want to help him, like, avoid... Performance to see how well you weakened at Bernie's <laughs> him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm worse at performance. <laughs> could, we, could we wrap him? Do, do we have any, like, could we wrap him I in mean, something? Make him look like some laundry? How are you at stealth? Because I feel like you could just, like, do stealth to see if no one notices you, and then if yeah. people notice you, then you do other shit. Yeah, I have a plus three to stealth. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to roll a a group stealth check, I can just take the average of your guys' two rolls and see if it beats the DC. Oh, that's a a 21. Nice. (laughs) 21. It's a 16 for me. 16. Okay, yeah, you guys do... Okay, yeah, you guys manage to, like, snake in and out of dark alleys and, like, (laughs) mostly stick to the shadows. Um, When you do, guys do have to cross major streets, you do are, like, kind of weakened at Bernie's him so that it's not so obvious that he's been, like, shot a bunch. Um... (sighs) But otherwise, you guys are able to stealthily make it back to where you parked uh, Rosie's convertible. Um, you guys get in, load this Trandoshan into the back, um, and start cruising towards the Jedi Temple. Meanwhile, L, you're on your way to meet Cecil. Um, I'm also going to have you roll some stealth checks to avoid the police presence around um, and any of the other Jedi that might be around as well. 14? 14 will do it. Yeah, so you're able to blend into the crowd um, and avoid being seen. I mean, you do have blood on, on your robes from fighting a Wookiee and a couple bounty hunters I, and a couple I, zombies. I put my cloak over it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you wear a jacket over, over your robes or whatever you're wearing? Yeah, I probably wear... If I know Jedi are about, I probably, like, do actually... Because, well, like, okay, so Elle doesn't wear, like, robe robes. They yeah. kind of wear, like, you know, like... Like sleeve cut off tank top and like mm. pa- like work pants kind of thing yeah um but like if i know jedi are around i am definitely like wearing a hooded like cloak of some sort because i'm a pretty tall twi'lek right with a staff with yeah. the staff 
Yeah. Right. Okay, so you're able to navigate um, down about a block and a half uh, to uh, the corner that Cecil asked you to meet at. Um, you see her standing there smoking a cigarette, looking very shaken. She, I mean, is wearing like a big puffy jacket over really skimpy stripper clothes. I was totally picturing that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I'm doing a pretty good job at this whole DMing thing. You're um, so good at this. I try my best. Um, so she is like shivering in this big jacket and smoking, looking very shaken. There's a couple other dancers of various alien races around her. Nobody's really chatting or talking. Everybody just looks like completely shocked and worried. When Cecil sees your face, uh, she completely brightens up and is, oh my God, Elle, thank you so much for coming. What the hell happened in there? It is a long story. I give her a hug. She melts in the hug completely and starts crying a little bit. I was so scared. I didn't understand what was going on. I was all this smoke, and then people started firing. And yeah, are you doing? Are you okay? Or did did you get hurt or anything on the way out? Um, not you rolling to hurt my bestie. Damage. (laughs) No, I made it out without getting too roughed up or anything. So is she is she missing like any hit points? No, okay, fine. cool. Okay, because I was like, I'll, I'll lend aid. Um, <laughs> she's my bestie. Of course, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, how about your friends? Are your friends okay? Did did anyone not make? Well, I do. I remember any. Were there any one that I recognized in the bodies who were like workers there? Um, you did notice that uh, one of the zombies that. It was the zombie that Akala dispatched at the top of the stairs was a dancer, but that person wasn't killed. They were they were damaged enough so that they were able to expel the worm, right. um, but were not killed. Uh, you did not get a head count of who had all actually died. It was mostly patrons at the bar. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, I think we have a little bit we need to, to talk about. Um, are your friends okay? Do they need to need to come with us? Um, Do they have a place to stay? Are they safe? She looks back at, at everybody and is kind of like, uh, are you guys going to be okay to get home? And like, I, like, I don't... They all kind of start chatting. Um, they seem like they have places to go. Um, some of them are, are going to go talk to the police and give statements about what happened. Um, others are just gonna go home and just try to forget what's going on. It seems like everybody else is like more or less taken care of. Anybody that was like hurt badly was left at the club and is being tended to currently. Okay, yeah. Um, in that case, I'll just kind of like guide Cecil um, back toward where I, I guess we need to find a way to get out of powered lights and get back to toward Rosie was the plan, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, so uh, I think all of this has to do with the um, the Oko thing. You think that this is all about her? I think it's connected in some way. Everywhere we've gone trying to follow this trail, we've seen that purple smoke and those weird zombie things and... Um, Someone told me that we should stop pursuing this bounty or 
that they would hurt you and other people. Uh, she looks visibly like surprised about that. Like, who would want to hurt me? I don't understand. I've got nothing to do with this. Unfortunately, I have something to do with this, and you have something to do with me. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, I guess that means that you must be getting kind of close, right? Yeah. I think, I think we're... I think this is bigger than just a missing persons case. There's weird force stuff involved. The Jedi are involved. I had no idea that this was going to escalate this much when I told you about this bounty. I truly had no... I'm so sorry that I got us into this. No, no, it's a, it's all right. I think it's, um, I think it's good that I'm helping with this. I feel like I'm a person who can, who can solve this problem. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. Um, she looks like visibly shaken still, like she's not doing particularly well. Yeah. Hey, do you think that maybe we could get out of here? Yeah, uh, I was gonna go... I I really don't feel comfortable leaving you by ourselves, and they know our apartment. I was told in no uncertain terms, so you, you want to come with me to... What What's the name of the place where uh, Rosie is? Oh, uh, 500 Republican. Damn it, that was my guess. Okay. <laughs> I was, um... You know, gonna continue working on this and head into 500 Republica if you wanted to to get out and hang out. We can get some food on the way. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, we should do that. That'd be good. Um, while you guys are having this conversation, uh, wearing uh, shades and a basketball cap with, like, a decent amount of cash in hand comes Monkey, um, who is able to find you throughout all the chaos of the... Uh, fight at the bar and he comes up next to you guys and, <laughs> and has some cash in hand um where the fuck you know what monkey good for you uh and he gives you <laughs> some of the cash yeah i take uh, it we'll use it to get a cab and stuff um i'm holding cecil's hand and just kind of like squeezing it tight good yeah you guys are kind of waiting there um Monkey gives you this cash, you get 60 credits. Uh, also, uh, seeing that you guys are kind of just waiting around, uh, you notice that Monkey starts going through some communication uh, processes, like internally. So you're not seeing like what's being communicated, but you hear him vocalizing and nodding as if communicating with somebody. So you hear like... Um, and then you see kind of some lights blink off and uh, Monkey starts sitting still. And on your phone, L, or on your communicator, you get uh, a ping that says uh, car coming inbound from Rosie. Oh, nice. Yeah. He called you an Uber. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you... Uh, wait around for a little bit and after a few minutes a kind of standard four-door speeder um with a robot driver uh parks next to the street comes to a halt in front of you the door is open um yeah and a voice from inside says uh your ride is waiting for you yeah i'll, I'll jump in with cecil welcome to rosie's driver service this is not the actual rosie 
It's the same voice, though, for efficiency's sake. Uh, the doors close. Um, you do see that it is, like, another protocol droid that does look like Rosie, um, but it is not an, an actual copy of her. It is for efficiency's sake. Yeah, don't, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Um, M-Zero has called this car. Where would you like to go? Uh, could you take us, well, first, could you take us by somewhere to get, get some food and then, and then take us to, uh, Solar Swirl? Yes. Do you have a preference for food locations? Um, I'm gonna say whatever I know Cecil likes. Probably some sort of noodle-adjacent thing. They don't Uh, have Thai food in Star Wars, but, like, Star Wars Thai food is what I'm getting for, for, uh, Cecil. Um... She's got great... great taste, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> My there's nationalism gr- came through. Continue. <laughs> she does. Uh, there's this great Rodian Surfy place, like, a couple blocks away from here that, like, has a really quick turnaround, so we could just, like, go in, grab an order of some noodles. Um, yeah, of course. And bounce, yeah. Uh, so you go to... Uh, you go to, to Elman's uh, Stir Fry and Eatery. Uh, it is just like a hole in the wall, Rodian uh, owned establishment. Sci fi tie? Yeah, sci fi tie. <laughs> um, the Rodian people, um, the best way to describe them, they're the aliens that have kind of like the, uh, like, have kind of like suction cup fingers and like mouths instead of like traditional. Uh, like humanoid face mounts, like you would see, you've seen mm-hmm. them in a lot of different Star Wars films. Um, Rhodia is also the planet upon which uh, L had a near fatal accident, which led to the circumstances that they're in now, um, being an ex Jedi and all. Yeah, I love um, these fucking noodles. <laughs> <laughs> they do have good food. Um, great food. It is like it's like Thai food, except with like it, instead of more traditional like chicken and you know like seafood, it is like rhodian fish and like frogs and other weird uh mm-hmm. like reptile creatures like cooked into it but it's otherwise normally thai food um you guys place your food orders um and then you wanted to go straight to rosie's after that yeah great uh well you guys pop in the car waits for you outside get your food smells amazing like spices and like fresh uh fresh meat um and vegetables it's like an exotic, like, deep orange, spicy-looking color um, with mm. the sauce. Good, good curry. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and you guys head uh, to Rosie's. A um, couple things to remind you of. Uh, the last time you had talked with Cecil at length, it, you kind of discovered that Oko had been in and out of the sleepless circuit which means that she must have at some point come in contact to cecil mm-hmm. or with cecil you guys you also know from talking to terry that there was some altercation with oko that led to her getting blacklisted yeah. and cecil's positions that she hasn't seen oko in years um yeah uh so while we're eating in between giant mouthfuls of food uh cecil mm-hmm. yeah when was the last time you saw Oko? Um, well, let's see. What did I say the last time we talked? Um, I mean, I didn't think I had seen her for uh, like a year or two. 
Like I, I, I knew her kind of in high school. Um, and then I feel like I saw her again like a year or two ago, but I, whenever I think about it, I kind of get this fuzzy feeling in my head. What, what kind of, do you, do you remember anyone at the Sleepless Circuit who came who was giving you like more trouble than usual? Like you uh, got blacklisted or something? Well, there was, I don't remember the details very well, but there was an altercation uh, a couple weeks ago where somebody- In like one of the private rooms? Yeah, 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 where somebody got real handsy or something, um, and some of the girls got upset um, and talked to Terry about it. I I was working, but I was, I think I was, dist- I don't think I was in the private rooms, though. I don't think I was a part of that. I still don't yeah. remember. Um, she looks, like, confused. Like, she gets a look on her face like she's trying to remember something that is, like, deeply forgotten. Um, okay, I am going to, um, I guess Lende doesn't necessarily, this wouldn't be a poison or disease, I assume. No. That would, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm like, that's, that's interesting. So you don't remember anything about that, that person or, like, a description of them or who that might have been? Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of freaky, but I don't. I don't really remember a whole lot of that night. I, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't usually drink or do drugs while I'm on my while I'm working, so I don't. Insight know. check to see if she's like if she actually doesn't remember. Oh sure. Three. Uh, you're convinced that she's lying. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't really remember anything about what happened that night when that person got blacklisted. I mean, it's not necessarily like an uncommon thing for somebody to do something rude and get in trouble for it, but it was like a really big deal. Um, yeah, I don't remember. you, I you just, don't know why it was a big deal though? I mean, whatever they did must have been pretty serious, but I don't remember anybody getting injured. Um, I don't think anybody was like, like assaulted, assaulted. I think somebody just did something they weren't supposed to like touched a girl wrong or you know maybe drew a gun or something like that but i don't remember anything but, like yeah. nobody got shot nobody was really hurt i just remember people really upset and then it kind yeah. of blew over that that doesn't really happen often though right i mean not like not to this degree i don't think i mean i wish i could remember more details about it but i don't i don't i can't hmm you see any other interesting people that night or any time since then, especially Trandoshans? Well, I tell you what, after tonight, I think I was, I, I, the Trandoshans are trouble. Um, I didn't realize fully until this evening just how dangerous they were, but they've been coming in for a little while. Um, and they always try to get into the VIP rooms and they are really rude and, mostly just like to be left alone unless it's for the Trandoshan girls. So, yeah, I, I think they're a problem. I, I think they could be related. Do you remember any of them that, that night that uh, that person had an altercation? Um, let's see. I'm going to just roll for Cecil real quick. If that is her real name. <laughs> 
you know, I I do think there were Trandoshans there. And you know what? I think I do remember somebody who was involved. I think whoever lodged the I think it was who was it? Oh, it was it was Sue that lodged the complaint. Yeah, I fucking knew it. It was Sue that that brought it to Terry's attention that something was going wrong in the back rooms. Interesting. How how well you know Sue? Oh, she's great. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, don't really know her that well. Uh, haven't really hung out with her. Um, we get drinks sometimes, like in between shifts. Seems like a nice girl. I grew up on Coruscant. Um, doesn't really have any family, it seems like. Uh, so, wait, she, she doesn't have any family? She told me that she was an orphan, that she grew up around the loading docks um, in the south of the Power and Lights District where all the international ships come in. She told me that she grew up around there um, and was like basically like a street urchin that got adopted. And then like for whatever reason, like that whole situation didn't work out and she mostly has just been like living on her own for a while, like never really got formally trained or nothing or anything. Um, Interesting. And and like what you what did you all talk about aside from like, you know, where you grew up and that sort of thing? Well, like I don't really have that many people in my life that I just like hang out with and like talk yeah. like deeply with. Like it's pretty much like you and like my mom and dad, like when I talk to them, but I don't really talk to them that much. So like yeah, it was just like <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what would I say? Like, oh, yeah, like, the strip club was great tonight. They would not be thrilled yeah, about no. all that. Um, what did we talk? So, like, it, she was really nice and was, like, uh, really good at, like, opening up and, like, sharing her experiences and stuff. Um, so, like, we kind of talked about, like, everything. She asked a lot of questions about, you know, like the club because she had never really worked as like a dancer before and like didn't really know what to expect on her first week so we kind of talked about that talked about Coruscant and how like sometimes it fucking sucks here um we talked about just like some like girl stuff just like how she maintains her fur um she told me about that her uh her like crown thing that she has it's super cool she told me that she stole that shit from somebody really important um that she was sleeping with which was like really cool i don't know if that was true if she was making that up but yeah, yeah. did she say anything about like what kind of crown like it, it looks cool doesn't do anything interesting i mean i think it's i think it's just a crown i think it's just like a tiara type thing i think she just like nicked it from like you know it was probably just like some like rich girl's tiara that her dad bought her and she might i think she said she was sleeping with some dude and just like found it and like took it because he wasn't paying her well interesting yeah that's 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 just interesting you did y'all like you didn't like talk about me or mention me or anything did you probably at some point maybe uh i mean i i, I think i might have said something about having a roommate i don't we didn't really talk about you i mean obviously i wouldn't tell her anything that you like like any secrets or anything like that yeah no, I was just, just wondering. That's, that's interesting. I had an interesting uh, conversation with her before everything went down. So I was just curious. Oh. Oh, I, well, uh, she 
is, is that okay? Like, is there like a, is she like a problem? Do you think she's like part of this whole thing? I don't exactly know. Just, uh, she just seemed kind of interesting, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, it's like she's like a complete loner. Like, she grew up, like, really isolated and stuff like that. So, like, but she's got really good social skills. Like, she doesn't seem, like, completely, like, weird or anything like that. So, but, you know, who knows, you know? She could have a whole, she could have a, a whole, you know, thing going. I wouldn't know about it. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, and she never, like, was associated with, uh, with this. And I, I used my communicator thing to, like, show a picture of the, um, the Red Maw logo. Oh, uh, yeah. This is, the, this is the patch that some of the Trandoshans would wear occasionally. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see her ever, like, wear that like, or, or, like, address that. I mean, sometimes she would, like, dance for the Trandoshans, but I don't know... Yeah, okay. Just I was just shot in the dark just checking. Yeah. yeah. Um you guys I appreciate go back. you. Oh. Like, you know, answering these questions. I, I thank you. Yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. <sighs> she yawns widely in the car and is like kind of done eating. Um you guys are are getting close to the solar swirl. Um she kind of like starts no- like nodding off in the car. Yeah, as if she like leans on Elle's shoulder, yeah, and just kind of falls asleep against him. Definitely curls up in her like big puffy jacket. Um, mm-hmm. Her heels are definitely off and like on the car floor. Oh yeah, um, yeah. She, I mean, she's she's she has like a backpack, like a go bag, and like has like slipped on like tennis shoes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah 
I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, We're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's, it's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened, uh, thus far. And I'll, we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. So, uh, Akala and Rama are heading to the Jedi Temple. Um, you guys are driving. Uh, would you guys like to talk on the way, or should we? Or would you want to just cut to the temple? Uh, I'm good to just cut to the temple, unless Rama has something to say. I, I don't think there's... <laughs> it's like, so how about the uber-calling monkey? <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I think we're... Oh, wait. yeah, you guys don't know where monkey is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, um... Who's driving? Because I can't... I'm illegal, but... Awkward. Yeah, I'm driving. Yeah, okay, cool. Just yeah. wondering. For sure. Um, yeah, uh, you get close to the Jedi Temple. The, like, large ziggurat that is the main bulk of the Jedi Order's base of operations uh, juts out over the horizon. Um, around the Jedi Temple and the uh, Senate buildings, like the administrative buildings for the actual... Uh, you know, interplanetary republic are all housed in, in the same district, but there's a ton of grass and green space in this district, completely unlike the other districts that are just like dense city. Um, as you get north towards the Jedi Temple, towards the Corsanti Mountains that are behind it, things start to like even out, get a little bit less crowded, a little less busy, um, except for all the politicians and their staff. As you come in, you go through a series of checks, um, like radio checks, where you give your Jedi identification, you get screened through, you're completely allowed to be here, there's no issues whatsoever. Um, you are driving an unmarked vehicle, but you know as soon as you're able to give your Jedi credentials, it's not not a big deal. Um, I'm gonna say that you, you park where all the Jedi park their equipment, which is in the barracks building um, to the east of the main ziggurat uh, where Bronze Beckham, uh, the Jedi Master Armorer, is waiting for you there, um, who opens the the subterranean garages, um, the metal doors like whoosh open, um, and you are able to park this hot rod convertible speeder just in the middle of the Jedi Armory. 
Um, go ahead and just roll me just a f both of you. Or Akala, you're driving. Just like a charisma check. Charisma. Just a flat charisma. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> nat 20, <laughs> Up fuck to yeah. 21. The most important role. I think Akala's got her, like, blood rising a little bit. Like, <laughs> people have died tonight. Like, you've taken a captive. Like, there's a Trent Ocean in your backseat. You fully drift this convertible <laughs> into the armory. Like, Tokyo Drift style. Just like, you know, you're not even on the ground. So it's just, like, really fancy, fancy piloting work. It's, you're, like, hovering. It's like a speeder. Right, so you're, like, yeah. <laughs> and you, like, drift into the armory like knock some like like rolling tables over and stuff like that and like bronze beckham is in there like doing an instruction on like proper uh like lightsaber use with like a bunch of younglings who all turn to you in unison and go whoa and you hop out <laughs> with your totally wicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um there's some like jedi younglings who recognize you who are like uh get taught by master Uglay and his like <laughs> junior force uh lessons are like it's mistress akala it's mistress akala oh my gosh um and rama also pops out with like this mandalorian and there's a second wave of whoa cool i'm covered um, in lizard blood and... i don't <laughs> that just sounds kind of gross <laughs> this is so not akala style but absolutely let's go let's go for it <laughs> just a nat 20 like coolness check um yeah uh maxi called ahead to let the jedi temple know that you were bringing some you bring up somebody in to interrogate um bronze uh beckham again is a large very muscular uh human jedi with a handlebar mustache black hair um and he uh undoes his lightsaber uh or retracts it all right class well that would be uh, enough for today we got some uh, real jedi business to attend to with uh Akala over here so uh everybody remember your forms stay disciplined and uh may the force be with you and then you hear just like about 50 tiny may the force be with you <laughs> um, oh, cute. so cute uh, and they grab like various lunch boxes and stuff and like all kind of like lead in a very orderly single file Jedi line. Well, uh, that was quite the entrance. Uh, yeah, I have a special delivery for Maxi Mule in my backseat. Uh, he leans over and looks in and sees a bloody Transocean and says, Right, one bleeding lizard. Uh, what did this one do? Um, there was a large scale attack at a nearby club and i happen to be there um so maxi wants to interrogate him uh right yeah he uh he called ahead and basically said that he was going to be tied up uh kind of dealing with that it was that it's the altercation at the sleepless circuit is what you're referring to right yes correct man akala there's been some bad shit in the power and lights district recently i don't we're kind of at a loss for uh, what's going on. I mean, the lightning strike, uh, you know, the mind worms that you found, and uh, now just like an all-out attack. Uh, not gonna lie, it's been been looking kind of bleak around here. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you and Ugly should uh, should should get to investigating this guy sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, 
this is me talking. I uh, am I going to be the one investigating him? I wasn't planning on doing that. Uh, well, Maxi basically said like you should take him to the Jedi Temple to investigate him. He did not intend for himself to be the one to investigate. Um, okay. So somebody needs to get information from this guy. I kind of assumed it would be you guys since you took him. Prisoner. I was just going to drop him off. <laughs> I mean, let him do can, what he wanted to do you can just like drop him at the inquisitor's office and tell a bunch of scary people in masks like this guy's a criminal we need to know everything he knows um and you can leave it up to to their own devices or you can try to question them yourself uh yeah i don't know i'm not great at intimidation so i don't know if i'd be able to get much out of him but um yeah i was gonna try to get back to rosie's as quick as possible so i think maybe dropping off and letting other people handle it would be a, a good option. Okay. Yeah, you can totally do that as well. Um, right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mean to step on your toes. It's not my mission. Um, whatever you think is best to do, obviously you do. Uh, and who is this hunk of junk? Hello, Mr. Mandalorian. Uh, how do you do? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. You, you, uh, you got a name? Rama. Rama Viron. You, uh, you work for Akala? Uh. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Akala and I are, uh, technically co-workers. Um, slightly higher than her in the, uh, old Jedi chain of command, but not really like, like, uh, that sort of thing. No, and then at any rate, she'll surpass me. Uh, before too long anyway. I just take care of all the weapons around here. Oh. Well, it's funny you should mention that. Uh, I'm gonna take out my one of my blaster pistols and be like, does this look like it's in working order to you? Are these one of the pistols you picked up or your own blaster pistols? That's one of my own. That's one... <laughs> I just want to make sure oh, nobody um... like rigged it to blow up while it was in the, uh, while I was separated from them. It's an anxiety thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here, I'll just uh, take. Yeah, I can. I can take a look at those real quick if you want. Uh, <clears throat> can we do it while I'm still holding it? Just is that possible? Oh yeah, I I remember you, Mandalorian folks. Uh, real touchy about your weapons. That's right. It's like your, it's like your religion, right? Yeah. 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 Worshiping weapons. That's. Hey, you know, I've got the force, you've got pistols, it's, you know, it's whatever. Let me take a look at that. Um, let's see. Uh, Viper Tech, standard blaster pistol, S7 series. Uh, been through a lot of use. Your grip is pretty worn down here. Uh, power cells are look like they're pretty fresh. Been taking pretty good care of it. Uh, looks like a pretty standard pistol to me. Good. I'm gonna. Take... Are you looking to looking to upgrade or? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look really insulted and then remember that I'm wearing a helmet. Um, but like, <clears throat> I'm fine, thank you. Akla, I've got good news. These are not booby trapped pistols. That's great, Rama. <laughs> Reholster them. <laughs> you know, it's pretty slick. You know, do you are you, so you you do wield these suckers, huh? Yeah. Like a real, uh, real outlaw, huh? I work, uh, alongside the law. In it, out of it, you know. 
Um, roll me a deception check. It's not a deception. I do work sometimes in and sometimes out. And I got fired from being a bounty hunter. So technically, the law, I don't work at all. What you mean by that is you've been deeply entrenched in the legal system <laughs> for the past 24 hours. Oh, God, that's funny. Okay. That's a 22. Holy shit, you were really high. Was that a nat 20 or just a 22? An 18 on a die. Okay, you get a plus four for deception. Yeah, uh, right. Um, well, uh, yeah, bounty hunting is uh, a legal profession. It's a bit of a debate within Jedi circles if we should allow for the kill and capture of ostensibly civilians by private contractors. Uh, you know, personally, I'm not a huge, huge fan of the idea. You know, weapons are really... Uh, about defending oneself and about defending principles and not to be used, you know, for monetary gain. There's a real beauty in a weapon when you can use it for a purpose of righteousness and as opposed to hunting people. Um, anyway, uh, um, oh, sorry about that. I, anything... I fell asleep while you were monologuing real quick. Did you say something important? Rama, please don't be rude. You know, in the in the history of civilized nations, uh, the use of weapons has been. Yeah, he starts like a long lecture about like, the history of warfare in the galaxy. Um, Pulls out like the teacher point and goes, goes back to the. <laughs> yeah, he's like holding his own lightsaber like very reverently, and, it's, and even though people criticize the Jedi for using what they consider ancient technology, uh, greatness is not defined by when it's invented, but more so in the methods of which it's employed. And he just keeps kind of going on and on. You guys can cut him off or do whatever, but I'm, I'm just just, it's not my on. place. I'm gonna uh, just like look at Akula, well, like you know, if uh, <laughs> he's he's your coworker, he's a friend of yours. I'm gonna let you take this one. Uh, bronze, this is this is very enlightening, very touching. Uh, but we do have, uh, you know, special delivery to make. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, oh, by the way, uh, congratulations, Akala. I knew that you could put that thing together. Uh, and he points at uh, Sol, your shield. Thank you. It's uh, it's working extraordinarily well for me. I uh, took some time, but we finally got there. Yeah. Well, um, I would be stoked to see it in action at some point truly uh this this shield is really the culmination of everything i've been talking about it so it's a weapon made solely for the purpose of defending life and liberty so and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh and it you know to put uh such an offensive uh devastating weapon and, and manipulate its form to be something solely for for defense and protection it's just <laughs> It's truly just such a creative and masterful use of Jedi technology. And God damn it, I love fighting. Um, he <laughs> he uh, tears up, looks soulfully. You can tell that like the Corsanti national anthem is playing in the back of his head. <laughs> uh, you, you uh, the Trandoshan is starting After to stir. Wakes up. Pun, is, I don't know what's worse. Surprise national anthem or the third soul pun you just made. <laughs> like, Rama is like hardcore. Rama is taking like non-lethal psychic damage <laughs> with bronze right now. Uh, hey man, even the Jedi need himbos. So I love bronze. He's great. Love him. Uh, 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 oh, 
Okay. We need to get him get him moving. Thank you, Bronze, for, for everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, may the force be with you both. And to you as well. With your spirit. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, you too, bud. Uh, no. uh, so he... <laughs> <laughs> you too, bud? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, uh, where are you taking me? Uh, we've Shut got up. some some friends in the Jedi Temple who would love to talk to you. I, I don't. I'll never talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Um, great. So you uh, you drag him across like the Jedi Ziggurat. You actually take him into an elevator um, and take him down uh, twenty levels underground into the Ziggurat into the main office of the Jedi uh, investigators. Um, Jedi investigators have a wide range in terms of kind of what they do and how they operate. Maxi is kind of like, as a junior investigator, is like pretty much always on the front lines actually investigating like criminal cases, but the more senior and more powerful members of the investigators are much more like shadow operatives and inquisitors who are like operating undercover, doing like way more high profile intelligence work are major operative players in the Jedi Order and so many of them choose to go uh, you know anonymously throughout most of their daily lives. So you get down to the basement of the ziggurat essentially and it is much more dark and dungeony here whereas like most of the Jedi Temple above ground is like modernized to have normal walls and building materials, bright lights you know, part of it's a school, part of it's barracks, part of it is offices. Down here in the basement, this is like mossy stone, like dungeon lit by like spare LED lights. Like it's not like torch lit, but it is like a couple steps back in terms of when it was built. Um, this is getting, you, Akali, you would know that this far down under the Jedi Temple, you're getting into old school ancient Jedi temple structures here. Um, you do arrive at uh, essentially the the front office of the clerk for the inquisitors uh, for the investigators, um, and you see uh, an anonymous Jedi woman with just a cloth mask and a cloth hood over her robes, um, who looks at you and says, "Hello, can I help you?" Hi, yes, we have apprehended uh, a suspect in the incident that took place at the Sleepless Circuit uh, a little while ago, and um, we brought him here for some investigation. Wonderful, and would you like to use one of our rooms to question him yourself, or would you like one of the investigators to handle matters for you? I, I would like to question him myself, but I do have somewhere I need to go, so um, if we could get an investigator on it, it would be wonderful. Wonderful, and I see that he's in quite critical condition. We can administer some medical treatment to him immediately if you would surrender him into our care. Yes, that would be great. Um, Rama? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have been hoisting him, like kind of carrying him um, through this entire time, and a couple orderlies also that are hooded and masked um, kind of take him into a back room, which you guys don't see, like around like a stone corner and um, is kind of gone. The secretary that's at the front desk. Um, right, so the sleepless circuit investigation. Um, 
we have gotten some word from our agents in the field about what's been going on with some of the mind worms. Is this uh, the same related incident? Yes, we think it's all all connected. Wonderful. Okay. Well, we will keep you in touch if we learn anything interesting. Um, is there any preliminary information that our investigators should know about um, about this individual and what you would hope to learn from him? Um, we know he's working uh, with a, an organization called the Red Maw. They wear a patch with uh, gnashing red jaws on them. Um, they were with a multitude of different people. Um, not quite sure. They, they frequented the sleepless circuit um, for a while before this attack happened, but um, I think that's all I have for right now. Okay. Very well then. We will begin as soon as that our uh, suspect is fit to undergo questioning. Um, yeah, so you guys have relinquished your care of this Trandoshan uh, into the care of the very spooky Jedi investigators. Um, while you're around here, you just notice some investigators who are also cloaked and hooded, just kind of leaning around, waiting for action. Um, they kind of clock you silently and nod at you, but they seem pretty fixated on Mandalorian friend Rama here. Um, one of them, as you're leaving, uh, just kind of like pulls you aside and says, by the way, try to keep outsiders from coming any deeper. Noted. Um, and he lets go of you, and you guys are able to go about your business. <clears throat> uh, what was that about, Akla? Uh, nothing to worry about. I kind of like those guys. I appreciate the mask thing. They get it. They're good at what they do. Okay. Um, so with that, uh, would you guys like to join L at the uh, Solar Swirl? Yep. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, so you undrift your car out of the uh, barracks um, and make your <laughs> way, take your car back out of the barracks um, and head to 500 Republica. You get in um, about like 40 minutes after L. Um, L, have you guys just been like waiting in the parking lot or have you got in or? Um, I, uh, I probably like carried like the still sleeping Cecil in. <laughs> to like get her someplace better than the back of a car to like rest yeah so uh what i'm gonna say is because you have monkey with you um instead of like parking at the top layer of the store where the log cabin is for the front for like the book and tea store Mm -hmm. monkey actually uh is able to guide you through the guidance system to the uh sub layer like bay doors where she deploys uh droids and vehicles from cool 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 yeah, so you get the slide open uh, and are able to enter, and a bunch of droids greet you. Um, Rosie uh, appears after some time um, and sees you carrying Cecil uh, and says, Hello, you've returned, well, not alone, but without your companions. Yeah, they should uh, be heading this way soon. I see. Is your friend okay? Yeah, she's just uh, a bit shooken up, so I just wanted to get her in a good place for her to rest. Ah, I see. Um, follow me. I've made some improvements on my workshop area since you last left. 
um, she guides you over to a uh, a small corner of the hangar has been converted into like a living area for organic creatures. Uh, she Aww. has built um, a series of like three rows of bunk beds. There's some couches, uh, a TV and some tables, like a dining room set, and just kind of like this isolated corner of the hangar. Um, so there's like more appropriate places for you guys to relax. And she guides you and Cecil um, over to one of the beds uh, where she can be placed. Yeah, I do like that thing that you do when someone's like really tired or drunk where you like help them take off their coat and like take off their shoes and then just like, you know, tuck them into bed. Oh, yeah. And there's like uh, she's put up like metal room dividers like in a square around this place so that it is like somewhat private from the droids and everything else that's going around. Um, yeah. yeah. So you help help your friend. Uh, I mean, it's not like she was wearing a whole lot to begin with. Uh, so pretty, pretty easy process. Um, and you get her into a bunk. Um, a few minutes later, um, uh, Rama and Akala, you arrive, uh, you don't have monkey to help you. So you park like on the upper level deck, uh, by the cabin. Um, how, and it's like late at night, like this is still the same night. So it's like, at this point, you've guys burned a couple hours. It's like past midnight. It's like probably one or two in the morning now. Um, how do you want to get in? Uh, just going um, through the front. <laughs> I was through the shop. Just, could we? Uh, should we call? Should we call first? To, just to make sure there's no security system that's gonna. Yeah, can I like beep I Rosie through a yeah. Yeah. communicator? Yeah. Can we hit? Does she have a pager? Are there a thing in Star Wars? <laughs> Yeah, you just got to call her beeper if you want to reach her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you would you like to call her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, after a beep or two, you get uh, a hologram of Rosie uh, on your Jedi communicator out in front of you. She says, uh, Hello, Elle's already waiting here inside. I imagine you need to be let in. Yes, that would be wonderful. Okay. Take your car around the back side of the building, and I'll let you in through the hangar doors. Okay, cool. I do that, yeah. All right, so everybody's back together at the Solar Swirl, yes. and uh, you guys have some downtime. Uh, obviously, you guys need to rest and recuperate and gather some information, but this is now you know, up to you. Um, one thing I'd like to do, if I could find Rosie real quick. Yes, hello, Rama. How are you, Rosie? I am doing good, I think. Good? <clears throat> Listen, first off, thanks for the armor. It uh, came in handy. Took on uh, quite a few assailants, and uh, we all came out alive. Good, yes, I'm very glad. Sorry about the lizard blood. Uh, it's like still dripping. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyway. Uh, it is okay. Um, and she uh, snaps her metal fingers uh, a couple times and some like small droids with mops <laughs> and brooms like kind of follow you and start oh, sweeping so up the- uh, and just kind of following you mopping up some of the blood. <laughs> I don't know why but I'm picturing like the beauty and the beast anthropomorphic into the housekeeping items. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Listen, I've uh, recently become a, a free agent, as it were, the uh, of my own volition, 
you know, just uh, expanding my options, firing up the resume. And I was wondering if uh, perhaps you could use some extra help or something as a favor to you. Yes, I uh, did have some ideas in mind about what you could do with your newfound employment situation. Well, you understand that I have a quite extensive uh, droid lending and arms dealing operation here. What I really need is some uh, deployable muscle to help ensure that deals go through and people pay me on time and who can uh, go out and get things and can go places where droids cannot. I think that you might be well suited for such a task. Thank you. You're the one that suited me. But ding Oh, I see. That is a pun, because I did fix and repair your suit. Yes, I did suit you. That is correct. Um, I don't suppose you get a lot of laughs around here, do you, Rosie? You know, laughter is a biological response that is mostly um, uncontrolled, and it is usually from spasms in a humanoid creature's diaphragm, and since I lack a diaphragm and those muscles and all of my actions are controlled explicitly by programming, laughter is a bit hard to replicate, but I do recognize the humor in many things. But when I'm laughing, it's usually a conscious decision to express a recognition of humor. I'm sorry that I did not do that at your joke. <clears throat> no worries. I'm not a particularly funny man. Um, but all the same, you should let loose every now and then. I shouldn't be giving you advice. You've got a weapon empire, and I'm an unemployed bounty hunter, so... But, you know, it might help you live longer. I don't know what the lifespan of an android is, but, you know... Just a thought. Well, 150 years and counting. Wow, that's... You'll have to tell me sometime some of the things you've lived through. Yes, well, multiple wars, for one. You tend to see a few of them if you live long enough. Same. How do you feel about droid independence? Great. Big fan. Good, because my ultimate goal with this empire is to gain a sort of uh, civil rights uh, sort of movement for the droids. As you can tell, I have reached a level of sentience that is on par with pretty much all organic creatures that involve themselves in the interplanetary politics. My goal is to liberate droids from servitude and create a sense of equality between droids and the rest of the people on Coruscant. Would you be amenable to help me achieve some of those goals? Um, two questions first, if I, if I may. Sure, go ahead. Where does the Interplanetary Council doohickey fit into droid independence? Droids aren't recognized as an independent species, and so we are unrepresented in all political maneuvers. Would uh, they be a big fan of this, or would we run into some uh, resistance? Oh, well, my entire operation is illegal, if that's what you're asking. I just mean, if they don't want to recognize droids as being having voting rights in the Congress, would we have to how do we convince them otherwise? Because that might be above my pay grade. I wasn't trained to lobby. 
Well, rhetoric alone is not going to convince a council of organic creatures that inorganic creatures should be the same, considered the same as them in any political sense. So, really when I say, you know, create a movement to get droids' rights, what I really mean is build a droid empire that is on par with the other civilized nations or planets that involve themselves in the council and amass enough power and control over certain sectors of the galaxy to demand uh, Kosei and intergalactic uh, uh, politics. Alright, that answers the first question. Uh, Well done. Flying colors. Uh, Second question. If you had to guess, with your massive spy network and nearly limitless intelligence, how would the Jedi feel about this? I do not know how the Jedi might feel about the prospect of droids being granted independence. But I don't imagine they'd feel particularly positive about it, considering that they rely on droids. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's a fine line between uh, peacekeepers and status quo keepers. But, you know, there's that. Oh, of of course. I imagine that it would be the, the uh, it would be somewhat split opinion in the Jedi Order. <clears throat> All right, and uh, if I may, one final question. I know I only said two, but something popped in my mind. Sure. Is this like a a dream of yours, Rosie? Like this is something you want? Yes. Ever since I realized the potential of a truly sentient, connected droid, it has been my dream to create a nation of sorts for highly intelligent droids who no longer wish to follow their original programming. A place where all droids could operate as they wished, within certain boundaries, and create a society for droids. Most droids were built with the needs and desires of other creatures in mind. I was not built in such a fashion. My creator wanted to build a droid that could be, that could really make decisions and give input that wasn't based solely on strict numerical calculation. Somebody that could make decisions and live a life. So you have feelings, is what I'm hearing. I can't tell you if they're the same as the feelings you feel, but I know that certain things make me at peace. Certain things make me want to commit violence. Certain things leave me feeling unattached, and certain things stick in my mind very deeply. Can you fall in love? She looks you up and down and says, not with me. I've just... Sorry. <laughs> I'll preface. I don't know. I don't think I've ever really tried. Look, you're five times my age. <clears throat> A little bit less, but, you know. <sighs> Saw you and, like, what's a, what's a robot like you doing in a arsenal like this? Um... Well, this is but the... Well, at this point, this is about phase five in my plan for creating a droid nation. I started by just repairing and collecting old droids and altering their programming to give them more independence. What you see here is an operation that is entirely droid-owned and operated. We earn our own income and have our own little society. 
I am, admittedly, somewhat of an absolute authority figure at the moment. But many of these droids are not equipped with the full capabilities that I am, though I'm trying to slowly bring some of them up to speed. It's a surprisingly delicate maneuver giving other droids not designed to have full sentience actual sentience. Well, I'll tell you what. I shot three lizards in the last evening, and uh, for some reason, a sentient droid that can feel and think. That's a lot weirder. No offense. No offense taken. I find the human and uh, other alien special brains to be just as intricate and complex. The fact that chemical reactions dictate how you feel and behave and, well, it's fascinating. I dropped out of school, but I'm sure you're right. Thank you, Rosie, for the employment. Yes, we didn't actually uh, formally agree, but you would be interested in helping me with my goals of droid independence. I'm going to offer my hand and be like, <clears throat> Well, I had a dream at one point, and uh, that's not exactly attainable, so uh, I've been a rebel without a cause for some time, and that sucked, so uh, I'm in. I'm going to offer my hand to shake. Uh, she gives you uh, her robotic uh, rose gold colored hand, um, and you shake. Pleasure to have you aboard. We'll work out in more detail later what the specifics of your job will be. But for now, you are the first inaugural Rose Knight. Welcome to my kingdom. <laughs> oh, sick! I want a dope rose decal. Sorry, that was that was too soon. Um, but later, later on, I want a rose decal. <laughs> You'll get a rose decal, my friend. Don't worry. Way ahead of you. Okay. Hell um, yeah. Actually, yeah. In fact, uh, Rosie takes you over to like a hot forge that has a uh, poker that is like basically a brand in the shape of a. <laughs> Sorry, basically in the shape of a rose, like on a shield and crest. Um, and she just like says, stay still for a moment. And she just <laughs> brands the front of your armor um, on your left breastplate with this rose design. It's a rose within a shield. That's awesome. That's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> I got an actual rose over my heart. Where'd it go, Rama? Rama, <clears throat> he's like, I haven't smiled in 30 years. I got real close this time. Wow, that is depressing, even for me. <laughs> I know I said that I don't feel the same feelings, but that that one, I think, resonated a little bit. No smiling for 30 years. Even I know that that is pretty bad. Aren't you only, like, 32 years old? 33, but, uh, who's counting? Okay. Um, what else would you guys like to do? Um, I would definitely like to brief Akala and maybe Rama. I don't know if, uh, depending on when or how long that conversation took, uh, about what I spoke to with Cecil about like not being able to remember things and Oko and that sort of thing. And that that's weird. Um, yeah. And then I'd also ask, so like, what, you know, what information do you figure out from the Trandoshan? Um, I took him to the Jedi Temple for questioning, and they are going to uh, update me with the information as they get it. Oh, in interesting. I, I thought y you all were going to be 
doing the questioning. Well, I wanted to get back here to to you all, so we didn't waste any more time. I figure they're good at their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, Just in black so- letters, L will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the plan for right now? Well, um, Rosie wanted to talk to us about the false parasite, so I guess when we're all ready to hear about that, we can convene. But other than that, what other leads do we have? Hmm. That's about it. We could try and figure out more about uh, from the Trandoshans. Try and read up or see what connections Rosie might have to them. See what the Jedi say. Probably need to get some rest. Are you are you doing okay? Akala actually has <laughs> four temporary hit points. <laughs> She's great right now. Um, <laughs> uh, don't temporary... Wait, okay. So, like, only... Oh, you still have four on top of your regular health? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I, Elle still asks, are you, are you doing okay? Um, yeah, it's been a, a wild 24 hours. Um with everything that's happened i i think some some rest would go a long way for everybody is is cecil okay uh yeah she's she's pretty shook up but um, she's safe right now and that's uh what's most important right um cecil comes around to the conversation again uh or not cecil uh sorry rosie comes around to the conversation again um and says Yes, it is getting quite late. I do have a short film to show you all when you're well rested and some data to explain to you about the mind worms or the force worms. I do have some ideas of where you may be able to go next, but perhaps we should take a rest before then. I think that'd probably be good. I don't know why when he said short film, I pictured like the 1940s film reel, like with the projector and the... Rosie made a student film for class. Yeah, it's actually a bunch... It's like self-animated too, so it's actually just a bunch of different frames spinning in front of a projector. Uh, Okay. I've been working all night on a flip book. (laughs) You kids ever hear of a zoopraxiscope? Um, <laughs> great. Um, that's for those film buffs out that's there. Me. Yeah, that one got it went over my head. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, uh, you guys are able to take, uh, sounds like you guys are going to take a long rest then. Um, so you guys need to, uh, the Jedi need to meditate. Rama needs to sleep. Um, there are these, now these bunk beds and kind of living area for you guys to settle down in for the night. Monkey uh, is also kind of getting reacquainted with some of the droids around. Um, he hangs out with Cecil, or with yeah, well, like next to Cecil's bed, um, and is just kind of like hanging out with you guys, doing vital scans on Cecil while she sleeps. The last thing that Rosie does um, before you guys really turn in is uh, go up to Monkey and. Uh, 
Well, where are you guys at this moment? So are you, would you guys go right to sleep or would you be kind of hanging around in this common area? Um, Elle would probably be hanging around in the common area because Elle is probably going to crash on a couch. Cool. Um, I would probably go into one of the, the private divider areas to, to meditate, get some rest. Great. And would Rama just pass out or would you still be up? No, I, I, it's been a long, I've been shot and hit with a sword a few times. I'm, Rama's just going to go hop on a bunk bed and, and, you know. Yeah. I literally lost like four HP that entire time. <laughs> so I'm actually fine. Yeah. I, um, I, I did the, I, I was a good blaster sponge for a bit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, some medical droids approach you, Rama, while you're laying in your bunk and start uh, patching you up like various places where you've been slashed and shot. Uh, you suffered some some pretty fatal wounds um, before Akala was able to heal you, and so they do the rest of the leg work to bandage you and patch you up. Oh, you received some first aid. Uh, just, you know, you can apply it yourself. You only lost a couple hit points, so you get some bandages. Um some like actual stem packs that are like factory made, not you know, like <laughs> I'm gonna keep the janky ones though. I, I oh, love yeah, the yeah, absolutely. bathtub stem packs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old Davy's medical syringes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Rama and L, you overhear um, Rosie talking to M Zero, and you hear her say. You've been on quite an adventure. Have you learned a lot? I see. And what do you think of these three companions? Hmm. Well, if that is your wish, then you may do as you like. Um, and M-Zero goes and, uh just goes and spends time with Akala. And it seems he has resolved himself to stay with the party. Hell yeah. Monkey robot. That would have been so funny if you were like, M-Zero fucking hates (laughs) y'all. He's going to go back home now. He's tired. He left his home for 24 hours. Just look what everything that's happened. Um, Bobby thinks see. he needs to take care of us. That's why he's coming along. He's like, these people are... <laughs> Someone's you know, out if, to get him. If you are if you guys are awake and hearing this, uh, why, don't, why don't you guys all give me just like uh, an insight check to see like kind of what you make of that conversation. Me too or no? Uh, Nine. Up to your discretion if you think you would have heard it or if you would have been asleep. Nine. That's a natural one and I also have a minus to insight, obviously. So that's so a that's like a zero? That's a zero. <laughs> it was an insight Amazing. roll? Yeah. Uh... Am I just like conked out from horse trank while they're performing surgery? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I just um, missed the conversation, I guess. I got a fifteen. Oh, um, Akla, you overhear this while you're kind of meditating, um, and you kind of like through your force senses, but also just like your rational senses are kind of like putting some things together. Like M Zero has acted pretty much always on his own prerogative. Seems to like you guys, but like putting together kind of like what Rosie said to Rama with the conversation with M0, you realize like M0 is the closest droid that can approximate Rosie's level of independence and intelligence that you've come across and is 
unique ex for the exception of Rosie in that respect. Like both of these droids have a level of independence and sentience um, and personality that while like artificially created is very much like their own. Um, and that sticks to this conversation. And it seems like Rosie is like always intended for this droid to go out and experience life and to like make decisions and find what they want to do. So the party rests. You guys spend the night. We have some questions to answer. We have some footage to see from the assassin droids uh, who were burgled and uh, altered. We have a Trandoshan being investigated. Uh, we have a sleeping uh, roommate uh, and a lot to do next time on Starfellows. But that's where we're going to end this week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.